Hey, how's it going? I couldn't resist doing another podcast because it's been a little while. Um, I was going to, I've been busy back uh, composing during the week, but I really miss doing these. <clears throat> during the week, I haven't had much time to do them because I've been composing so much. So because of that, I just woke up this morning uh, with the urge to do one. So I pulled uh, some backing tracks up on YouTube and these are great fun. And uh, so basically I searched, uh, you know, backing track, chord progression. So I found one here and the chord progression is A minor, A minor 7, uh, D minor 7, and then it goes to F. Okay, so those four chords, what are the, um, uh, what do you call it, the, the Roman numerals for that? I'm not sure what they'd be. Too early in the morning. I can't think of that. Anyway, I did come up with a little um, composition, a little uh, riff to go over it. So basically with the A minor 7, I want to target that C because that is the third of the chord. So I'm targeting that from below, two notes below. And then it's a, uh, <clears throat> sorry, if I also target that C, it also works over the D minor 7 because that is the seventh the minor 7th of D minor 7. And then for the F, I'll do something like I'll go up to the A. So I'm targeting the 3rd. And then I want to finally target the B of the G, which is the 3rd of G. And this is a good way to get the day going. So I'm going to play this riff right now. One second. Okay, yeah, it wasn't the best played. It's still early morning, I'm still waking up, got my coffee here, but uh, yeah, that was fun. I'm gonna keep looking for more backing tracks because uh, it's a great way to get, it's a great way to get the day going. Okay, I'll be back soon, uh, bye for now. <clears throat> hey, I'm gonna do a really simple one now, really brainless one, but it's a great workout. It's a string skipping exercise on the C pentatonic blues scale. I pulled up a blues backing track and uh, this is a great way to um, practice uh, string skipping. That's hard to say, string skipping exercises. So basically it's the pentatonic C on the eighth fret. So I'm playing um, the E string, then I jump to the D string with this sort of pattern. So I go E string up to the D string back down. And I repeat that pattern um, on each string. So next I'll do the A string to the G string. I can add tabs, of course, you know, for these kind of things. Oh, by the way, I was thinking about doing this. Uh, as I'm thinking about it right now, I'm thinking about adding my um, email address. If anybody wants or is interested in tabs, <clears throat> I will give out my email address right now. And I'll let you know if anybody wants tabs. And uh, we'll see. take it from there. My email address is P A L B 
P-A-L-B-R-E-K-T-S-E-N at gmail.com. Again, it's P-A-L-B-R-E-K-T-S-E-N at gmail.com. If anybody wants any tabs for any of these exercises, that's cool with me. I'm interested to make them. Okay, so anyway, back to this string skipping exercise. Like I said, it's just this pattern that goes like this. So I'm just moving up the strings like that. Again, <clears throat> this would be perfect for a tab that I could write out and share with people. It doesn't sound that cool, but it's a great way to, um, you know, uh, challenge yourself. Okay, so I'm going to play that riff over a C blues backing track. One second now. go in reverse too like a it's hard to do in reverse actually That's the general idea. It's hard to play fast, but especially on acoustic guitar. And that's about as fast as I can do it right now. Anyway, that's a great little exercise to work on. <clears throat> okay, I'll be back in a little bit. Talk to you soon. Okay, check this out. There's a guitar player named Scott Henderson. I think he was a uh, teacher at uh, Musicians Institute of Technology. And he had a video that I saw many years ago, and it was a really cool video, how you can take a, a pentatonic position over a major scale, over a major sort of chord progression, and you can move it to three different positions. And I'd never thought of that in those terms, and it's really interesting. Of course, if you're playing... So basically, okay, I pulled up a A major backing track, and the chords are... So that's very basic. It's A down to E, then F sharp minor, and up to D. So, of course, if you know guitar well, you can um, do the pentatonic position at the second fret. That is the F sharp, starting from F sharp. So you got like a. You got that position, right? So, but you want to target basically the. Um, uh, where's the A? There's the A. Okay. I always want to target that A. But what you can also do, I hope I got this right, but I think you can move also the position up to the B, a B or the seventh fret, and you can also play a pentatonic, and that will be <clears throat> all the notes that you would find in A major, basically. So you have, um, here we go. But again, because you're on the uh, seventh fret, you can't target the same. You have to think about where the A's are, basically. So where are the A's when you're in the 7th fret pentatonic position? There it is. So just think about where the A's are. So that is the 2nd position. Then you can also go to the C-sharp uh, pentatonic. 
again, you have to think about where are the A's. So again, that's of course on the second fret pentatonic, the B, which is the seventh fret pentatonic, and then C sharp, which is the uh, ninth, nine, 10, 11, 12, nine, ninth fret. So again, second, seventh, and ninth. Okay, I will play uh, some licks over this backing track and see if they all work. Okay, here we go. Of course, this is the main, main uh, position here. Okay, here's the seventh fret position. seems to work pretty good and then we're going to do ninth fret position thinking where those a's are right stop that right here seems to work pretty good anyway those are the three positions it seems to work out pretty good um, I'll check that in closer detail later on but I think that works okay okay I'm gonna look for more tracks and I'll talk to you soon bye for now <clears throat> okay I just want to talk in regards to that last little um, segment I did there I talked about the position in three different strings three different uh, pentatonic positions and I was using the uh, A major backing track as an example but of course you can use any other key and move around the positions but I checked out the uh, math basically and all the notes do line up um, the notes do work out so of course you know in the major in the first position starting on the F sharp or the second fret we know that we don't have to talk about that one but let's go up to the seventh fret and let's look at all the notes that one, right? So the first note we have a B. Of course, that is in uh, A major. That is the second. Then we have D. Of course, that is in uh, the A major scale. And then we have E. That's the fifth, right? And then F sharp, which is the sixth. Yeah. And then on the D string, on the what is it, seventh fret, we have the first root, which is A. Of course, that is the root. And then we have B, of course, that's the second. Then we have D. D, of course, is in the scale. Um, that's the fourth, right? That's the fourth, yeah. E is the fifth, and we're going up again. F sharp is the sixth. Then we have, um, what do we have after the F sharp? We have A, another root. There's a root. And then we have B, and then we have D. So they all work within the scale of A major. Now let's move up to the ninth fret, okay? Which would be, what is that? God. Anyway, it's the ninth fret, okay? <laughs> so, it, oh, it starts on the C sharp. So C sharp, C sharp is the third, of course. Um, then we have an E, so here. Then we have an F sharp, then we have a G sharp, then we have a B, then we have a C sharp, then we have an E, then we have an F sharp, then we have a G sharp, 
then we have a B, then we have a C sharp, and then we have an E. Now what's interesting about on the ninth position is that you don't have any roots, but you have all the uh, surrounding notes, most, a lot of them, not all of them, but some of them, most of them, but you don't have any roots. So then you really have to think about where's the root on that uh, ninth position. There it is right there. So I target it there mostly on the B string, which would be the, um, the 10th fret, B string 10th fret. But think about where all the other roots are. Okay, so they all check out and they all are within the A major scale. I'll just do a quick little jam here. Ninth position. Okay, that's the ninth position. Let's do the seventh position. Cool. Uh, you know, the second position, the F sharp position. Okay. Anyway, all the math checks out and it works fine. Okay, I'll look for more videos and talk about something else in a minute. Okay, bye for now. Oh, I wanna talk about something else that I was thinking about talking about yesterday. And uh, I'm talking about a really basic warm-up exercise. Um, uh, my old, old band, um, the bass player showed me these exercises in a bass book to get your fingers working really well independently. And um, it's a really good mindless but really good exercise to build finger strength basically so of course everybody knows this one we're going to start everything on the first fret so the chromatic exercise and just play each four notes on each string no scale at all just like this basically so you're just moving on up each string basically you know f sorry f f sharp g g sharp b flat b c c sharp etc etc all the way up to the top same position each string anyway that's pretty mindless but what he was showing in this uh, bass exercise book is that you can uh, change the numbers like you can go um, you can make any random um, variation on this like it could be a three two one four three two one four meaning the fret numbers, right? And just repeat that for each string. So let's say, let's write it down here, three, two, one, four. And you just repeat that for each string. So that's, what would three, two, one, four sound like? It would sound like this, basically. Okay, then you could random it up. You could say two, four, three, one. What would that sound like? That was much slower because I'm not used to like using my fingers in that order. So that's a great exercise basically. So that, again, that's two, four, three, one. That's really challenging. See, I'm messing up. And then you could change it up. You could just go through each computation basically. You could have like, uh, what else could we have? We could have a one, four, one, four, three, two. How about that? One, what would a one, four, three, two sound like? 
That's actually pretty easy. Okay, that sounds pretty good. That's a one four. What else can we do here? Let's do a three two three two one four. Have I done a three two one four? Let's see what a three two one four sounds like. Oh yeah. Have I done everything? Anyway, just uh, ch um, shift around those four numbers and uh, work out those different fingers. I like this one that goes, well, last one here. Let's do a three, four, two, one. I haven't done that yet. Three, four, two, one. So it's like kind of spreading out. So spreading out to the top then spreading out to the bottom. Anyway, three, four, two, one. Those are great. You could go all day with those kind of things if you wanted to. It's kind of mindless, but it's uh, at the end of the day, it will build finger strength. Okay, I will get back to some uh, backing tracks, and I'll be back soon. Okay, bye for now. Okay, we're getting back to something really basic here, uh, just some fun targeting practice. I should call my uh, podcast Target Practice. I was actually thinking about renaming my podcast to something more catchy like Scales. And then have like a picture of snake scales or something. I thought that was kind of a weird idea. Or now I'm thinking about maybe calling it target practice because I'm targeting different notes in the chords. So I want to come up with a catchy title. But anyway, I'm sort of brainstorming that idea. But anyway, back to the practice. I am doing a backing track, a one, six, two, five. So the chords are C major seven, A minor seven, and then we have a D minor seven, and then finally a G seven. So the one being the A major seven, the six being A minor seven, the two being a D minor seven, and the five being G seven. So what am I targeting? Okay, I'm gonna target the B on the C major seven. So that would be uh, the 12th fret, um, the B string. That of course is a B. And then next I'm gonna target the eight. What is that? The the seventh of A minor seven, which is G. That is the eighth fret on the B string. So, so we're going down to that G. And then we're gonna target the seventh of D minor seven, that being a C. And I'm just gonna fiddle around that note. Like that, ornamentations around that note. And then finally, I didn't want to end on the seventh. I couldn't find a F that was easy to find, so I just thought to go to the root, which is the 10th fret, which is G, of course, on the B string. So the riff goes like a, I'm just into ornamentation, but the, the basic idea is like a. Okay, let's do it to the backing track and see how it sounds, uh, targeting those notes. All sevenths except the last one is a root. Here we go.
Okay, you get the idea. That's good fun, easy, good exercise, and uh, I'll keep looking for more. Okay, bye for now. Okay, I'm going to do something really, really simple now, and uh, I just finished my coffee, so I've got to go into the house and get my green juice to be healthy. So I just can do really simple one here. Um, so what is the chord progression? I've done this before, but I'm going to do a different sort of riff over it. The chord progression is G major. So we have these chords. G, D. Then we have E minor. Then we have C. So I thought to do something different, I will just do octaves. You know these kind of octaves? So basically all you do is you... Uh, play the B and the high B, and you mute all the other strings. So you have a low B and a high B. So again, the B being, I'm gonna, I'm gonna target all the thirds of the chords. So the third of G is B, the third of D is F sharp, the third of E minor is G, and the third of C is E. Okay, those are the thirds of the chord. So a lot of guitar players know this sort of octave sort of position. So I'm going to play something like this. I'm going to just go up to the F sharp, which is the third of D. And then we have that G, which is the third of E minor. So some ornamentation like it. Okay, let's play over the backing track and see how this sounds. Okay, one second here. that right here that's really basic thing so that's kind of cool okay I'll be back in a little bit I have another idea I'm gonna work on in a second but I'll be back very soon bye for now okay I'm gonna take a break but um I, I was listening every night I listen to uh, jazz theory podcasts and uh, I was listening to one early this morning and he was talking about rootless chords and also changing the um, he called it what did he call it three to nine chords so you basically drop the root and you play the the third, the fifth, the seventh, and the ninth. I tried to find those positions over the last chord progression I was talking about, but I couldn't find it. But what I did, I did something simple just for demonstration purposes. We have the same chord progression. It's like a G, D, E minor, C, right? So I'm gonna basically uh, target some interesting notes. So for the G, I wanna play like um, a B and an E. Like that, basically. So when I play the B and the E, when I add the E over the G, it becomes into a G6 chord. So I play that sort of riff. And that turns that G into a G6 chord because of the E. And then um, for the D chord, that B also, that B becomes the sixth of D. And that E is the second of D. So that works over the D chord and kind of turns it into D6 as well, a D6 major 6 chord. And then for the E minor, I thought it'd be kind of cool to go. So what are those notes? 
So the E minor, I'm throwing the D and the F sharp. Of course, uh, what is the, the D is the seventh. And what is the F sharp? The F sharp is the second over the E minor. And I'm kind of going up to that G because that is the third of E minor. And I repeat that riff over the C. So uh, it changes what that chord will sound like over the C, adding the D and the F sharp. The D, of course, being the second and the F sharp being sort of the Lydian sound, I guess you could say, because it's got that F sharp in there. But I'm going up to the G, which is the fifth of C. So again, that adds some interesting uh, chord tones over this. So uh, the riff sort of goes like. like a and then uh, so what will that sound like over this chord progression that's G D E minor and C here we go That's the basic riff, so basically I go like a... I hear, at the end, I think it's kind of cool to go up to the A there. Of course, that A is the sixth of C. Uh, so that's the sixth going to the fifth, going to the, the Lydian sound or the sh sharp four. And down to the D. So, I'll play it one more time with the thing. Okay, here we go. Okay, you get the general idea. That's kind of cool. So I'm going to play around with more chord voicings and double stops and things like that. Okay, I'm going to get my green juice and I'll be back soon. Bye for now. Okay, I think this might be my last one of the day, but um, this was a lot of fun actually. So basically I picked uh, another sequence where I'm going to bring out some unusual chord tones or totally change the sound of the chords I'm playing on top of. So basically this chord progression is... C, G, A minor, F, right? So I came up with this sort of little um, double stop slash interesting chord tone idea. So I am going to bring out the B and the D over the C. And that's the 12th fret and 10th fret. So 12 and 10, or B and D. B being the 7th and D being the 2nd or the 9th of C, right? And then over the G, I was thinking to bring out the E and the A. So A being the second, of course, E being the sixth. 
So that's nine and ten on the other, the B and the, sorry, the G and the B string. Nine and ten, or E, the notes are actually E and A. And then over the uh, A minor, I was thinking to bring out um, G and B. So you could actually play with harmonics on the, <clears throat> uh, sorry, the G string and the B string. So that's 12 and 12, or G and B. Now what's really cool is that B wants to resolve up to either 13, which is C, so like that, or it could resolve down to the 10, so it's like a 10 being the root, so it could be either or over that A minor chord, right? And then for F, um, again, a similar idea to the other one I was talking about, where I would play like um, the was really nice sound that so what are those notes basically that's G and E I'm playing the open string by the way and the G string on the B on the B string so anyway the note is G and E and then going down to six and zero F and E and that's a beautiful rub right there that's six and zero on the B string and the E string um, so yeah kind of go like that So what does it sound like together? Okay, let's play it together. I'll add some ornamentation, of course, as I always do. So those are over the chords. I will play to the backing track now. Here we go. get the idea. I could have played it better, but that was the general idea. So it's like a... Sounds kind of cool. And I'm bringing out some unusual chord tones there. Okay, I think I'm going to upload this episode and call it quits for today because that was a pretty good session. And again, I can add any tabs if people want them. My email is P Albrechtson, P A L B R E K T. Sorry, I had a call coming in there. Hopefully, the last um, little segment was recorded properly. Okay, if, uh, if it wasn't, I say goodbye properly and I'll talk to you later. Um, talk to you maybe next week or something like that. Okay, take care. Take it easy. Bye.